Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. On this episode of Big Boys Don't Cry, we discuss the film Leap Year. You don't have to have seen the film to enjoy the podcast, but if you do listen without having seen it, just be aware that the plot of the film will be spoiled for you. Enjoy. There ought to be a law, get the sheriff on the phone. Lord have mercy, how she even gets them bridges on? That honky tongue, but don't you don't. Hello. There you are. I don't have a song this week. I was about to start singing um, Addicted to Love by Robert Palmer because we were just watching Glee. We're into season six, the final season of the rewatch of Glee. And that song was on, and I was going to sing it, but I couldn't think of any funny words to change it to. I hate Glee. I mean, you might as well face it. I'm not good at coming up with stuff at short notice. (laughs) You hate Glee? What's your beef with Glee? Insufferable nonsense. You've never even seen it. I have watched an episode. (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's interesting, because some of it has not aged well at all and some of it is still actually kind of good but overall you're a bit like yeah this is definitely a show from 2010 to the mid 2000 mid to late 2000s kind of show the- um, mid to late 10s you know we're in a new decade now it's all different young people should never sing and they should never be happy that's why I've been rewatching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where everyone is sad all the time, and I'm loving nobody it. Nobody ever, nobody ever sang Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's not like they did a whole musical episode. Do you want to know a secret? Or was that the film? No, it was the it was the it was the series. Um, That's right. I hate that episode. Of course you do. It's <laughs> I got, really it's, hate it's that. Joyful. Episode. It's got joy in it. There, there are some incredible episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, and I know that they put a lot of effort and a lot of heart into that episode. Fuck off, musicals. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know the theme tune from Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yes. The name of the band is Nerf Herder, right? Indeed. Which is a Star Wars reference. You know who was in that band? Uh, no, who was in that band? Rivers Cuomo, who later went on to be in Weezer. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember, but my old band at university used to cover that when we played Summer Balls and I things do, like that. I do. It was good. It was a can't go wrong. fun song to play and always went down well. You can't beat a good cover. But you know what you I can you beat? Say, you can't beat a good musical. <laughs> you know what you can beat? What? Any musical ever. With things <laughs> We've that had aren't this musicals. conversation before, but are there any musicals that you like? I do, I do like some musicals, yeah. Um... Uh, Greece is great. Love a bit of Greece. Yeah. Lame is. Got to love a bit of Lame is. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've we watched we've watched musicals for this. Yeah. Thing. You you know my love of the Phantom this of the, the Opera. Yeah. Ba 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 ba. Um. Yeah. No. There's lots of musicals that I like, but what I don't like is insufferable, precocious teens singing. But the thing is that in Glee, they're all playing teens, but they're all actually like 28 years old. Yeah, and that's ever so slightly worse. Yeah. And all their faces are annoying. <laughs> it does get good at certain points. It has peaks and troughs. Once you get invested in the characters, though, it's still, it really sucks you in. But instead of that, I could just watch more Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This is true. This is true. My time is limited. Anthony Head's in that. Indeed. He's like John Lithgow playing himself as a librarian. 
<laughs> in a Nescafe gold blend advert. Indeed. I love those adverts. Yeah. Would gold blend be too good for your guests? <laughs> Who says that? It depends on how much you hate your guests. Maybe it's a kind of um, <laughs> one of one of those murder mysteries where you invite everyone round and then murder one of them. Oh, yeah, like um, Gosford Park. Or Clue, yes. the movie. Will cyanide be too good for your guests? <laughs> yes. Would a knife in the throat be too good for your guests? Have we watched Gosford Park for this No, podcast? we haven't. We could. I, I love Gosford that in a long Park. Time. Did we do Clue mm. as well? We have not done Clue. Okay, Cluedo the movie, as it should have been known in European markets. It really should have done. Yeah. Oh, we could watch Clue. We could do like a little murder mystery Or Gosford special, Park. Oh, yeah. Murder mystery run. When can we do that? Not Hall- is it not Halloween, because Halloween's not just about murder. It's about plenty of other things. <laughs> it's also about love. Also, murder's really popular now. They've got all these murder podcasts, you know. My favourite murder. Let's do a murder. What do you think about murder? BBC Sounds, the murder podcast. Like, Ten things I love about murder. Exactly. Yeah. Big boys don't murder, you know. They're just, <laughs> it's all murder. Big boys things. do murder. Yeah. C- um, serial <laughs> serial murderers it's it's all murder honey nut shredded victims yeah. kermode and murders um. film review <laughs> the Murdleroy brothers all of their different podcasts <laughs> yeah. the adventure murder <laughs> my murder my murder and me <laughs> the Murdleroy brothers will be in murders too <laughs> That's a deep cut. That is a deep cut, there's, and I'm here for it. There's a new Trolls movie. So even Trolls 2 is old news now. It's called That's... Trolls World Tour. Life moves too fast. I saw the trailer. It looked really bad. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Because um, you went to the cinema. I did. I have seen the Sonic the Hedgehog film. And you know what? It, I just have to talk about how great it is. It was perfect. It was like the perfect film for me. And I know that objectively that doesn't mean that it's necessarily a good film, but it's one of the highest grossing films of all time now, isn't it? Did he eat any chili dogs? He did. There's a chili dog okay. moment. That's the thing. All of those little kind of Sonic Easter eggs for people who grew up with Sonic are in there. But at the same time, it's a completely independent story that would be fun for like anyone of all ages as well. It's just brilliant. And Jim Carrey is wonderful. It's one of his best performances. Excellent. And spoiler, I, spoiler alert, um, Tails appears in the post credit sequence implying that he's going to be in the sequel and he was always my favourite character. If I could play as Tails, I'd always choose to play as Tails. So that was the only thing I felt was lacking. And then it gave me that in the post credit sequence. What about Perfect. Knuckles? Is Knuckles... No, no mention of Knuckles. They're going to bring, bring him so, in for number three, I reckon. So he'll he'll be in the next film's post credit sequence yep. and then we'll get... What, what have you got? Amy Rose. Yeah. You've got... Chameleon all of the guy. chaotics, yeah. all the yeah, all the chaotics guys. You've got Metal Sonic, Rose the, aka Rose the cat. No, Rose the bat. You've got Big the cat. Big the cat. <laughs> that one always made me laugh even when I was a kid. Shadow the hedgehog who has rollerblades and a machine gun. Yep. <laughs> Do you remember Shadow yeah, the hedgehog? Yeah. Man, Sonic. Well, I, Good times. I love Sonic. Yeah. I this is like perfect fan nostalgia for me because I grew up loving the games so much. And the cartoons and stuff, but yeah, and now I'm at the age where I want, I where as now that I'm a father, I'm craving that nostalgia even more than before, even though 
everyone wants nostalgia and that's what all of our culture is built on now nostalgia and murder those are the two most important things in today's popular culture and sonic had nostalgia didn't have murder so won't be popular on the podcast circuit <laughs> won't be won't be popular in the podcast circuit no you know but you know what's popular in our podcast circuit today what leap year is is it popular <laughs> no, though it's not <laughs> Um, did you enjoy this movie? No, I did not. Did you? I did not. (laughs) (laughs) I did not. Do you know what, though? I enjoyed it more than I was expecting to, which is a funny old thing, because I went in with extremely low expectations and then went, oh, this maybe actually isn't as bad as I thought it was. was And I think that's partly because of P.S. I Love You. Everything in this has to be related back to P.S. I Love You, which, as we know, is a (laughs) a crime against cinema. A crime against Ireland and just a crime against humanity. And <clears throat> this film is often compared to P.S. I Love You and a lot of people say that it's actually worse. It's not worse than P.S. I Love You. P.S. I Love You is way worse. So I think because I it disagree. wasn't as bad as P.S. I Love You to me, I was like, oh, it's, maybe it's not so bad. But I still knew it was bad. It was one of those films where it's been on the TV and I've been in and out of the room doing other stuff. So I've never seen it all before. And I was like, is this really how it goes down? It's like a sort of weird road movie where they're trying to get from the side of Ireland that she never would have been on if she'd gotten the ferry from Wales in the first place. I disagree. I like um, P.S. I Love You much more than this movie. Yeah, of course you do, because it's got Jared Butler in it playing guitar and doing an awful accent. Well, you say that, but I really love Matthew Good. I, I, I adore he, Matthew he, Good. He is He's good. one of my faves. He's, a, he's very good. He is but a good I, man. this movie is, is so boring and so also offensive to Irish yeah. people. You know, the hilarious um, part and is, it begs is the like question. If, you get, if you were getting the ferry from Wales, Dingle is on the other side of Ireland. Yeah. So, like, why, why, why would, would you do that? What, um, in, and, did it have to be that, other than for any, any reason other than that Dingle is a funny name? I, I imagine that that was probably the main reason for but it. But if you were coming, and, I'm looking at Ireland on Google Maps now, right? On the east coast of Ireland, where you would have been coming into from Wales, there's a lot of funny towns. Uh, there's there's a place called North Slob. Why couldn't you have done it there? Or Ballyvaloo. That's funny. I'm searching Dingle to Wales ferry right now. But it's not even a ferry, is it? Because she somehow manages to persuade like a fisherman bloke to take her across a, his tiny boat in the storm. That wouldn't happen. The, the quickest journey from dingle to wales is apparently eight hours yep and it took her not very long in the ferry and basically you search how to get from dingle to wales there is the suggested route is never just get a ferry and in fact all of the things here are like get a bus yeah <laughs> get travel to dublin get across to dublin go down to wales so they go from dingle um, to tipperary to dublin and to be fair tipperary is on the way to dublin from dingle but dingle is still on the wrong side of the island completely yeah it's weird isn't it um and and whenever there's a film set in ireland that's not made by Irish people. I always think, why have you not hired someone Irish yep, to this be is your the lead? Thing. Like Matthew um, Good is a good actor, but he's English. 
Why he is English? Well, they're really. Although I think I said this about P.S. I Love You as well. That probably there were some Irish actors who read the script and told everyone to fuck off because yeah. I, they don't want to be in that. I was <laughs> thinking, I, like, oh, you could have got someone like I don't know, Killian Murphy or someone. And like he respects himself. He wouldn't do this. I don't think Killian Murphy famous for the wind that shakes the barley would be in a movie this dismissive of ireland and irish culture um yeah yeah. Uh, because i was thinking like oh yeah that we could get some good irish actors to be in this but yeah none of them would touch a movie like this no they definitely (laughs) definitely not go anywhere near this the one thing i will say is that matthew good's accent is slightly better than jared butler's i'll give him that for sure you know it's not um, great there are still some it's bits, not good some moments where it slips there are a few words and it's like what yeah it's, it's it's still not amazing but it is better than than our boy jared butler's accent yeah like when um, he says poo and then she says poo again that's a good bit yeah um this movie felt a lot like a tv movie yeah definitely this is some hallmark channel nonsense yeah and I think that was my main problem with it because a lot of the time those movies, it's not down to lack of quality acting, although, you know, that's, that is sometimes an issue with them um, no. or or things like that. It's down it's to how... Down to in- John Lithgow being listed really high in the credits, but being in literally one scene. Um, it's down to how boring it is because this movie is really dull. Like nothing happens. Yeah. It's a really, like, it's a boring road movie. In which it's supposed to be like a hilarious caper, but it's just like, oh, look, now they've got to move some cows. Is she going to step in the cow pat? Of course she is. It's all poo and mud. Yeah, it's all poo and mud, but it's predictable poo and mud. It's poo and mud that tells you that poo is coming. So when the poo does come, it's not funny. You still need that element of comic timing. Poo alone is not enough. (laughs) Poo is not enough. (laughs) Yeah. Poo is not enough. Wasn't that that Bond film? The yeah. one after Goldeneye. The poo is not enough. And it's not a very good place to start. James Bond. <laughs> um, Was it, and then the new one's No Time to Poo. Yeah, No Time to Poo. Poo for. Poo for. The scene opens. He's in Rome or somewhere running through the, running through the streets. And then there's like his nutritionist or whatever calls him up and she's like james have you been to the toilet today and he's like i i've got no time to poo i'm chasing a criminal it must be difficult if you're a super spy yeah when do you poo? when do you find time to go to the loo yeah the only scenes i can remember with a toilet in in james bond involve him murdering people in the toilet yeah or at the very least like squashing someone's head in the toilet like you do at school and and that that's a real problem in itself, isn't it? Is can he ever relax in the loo to go to the loo? Because oh, he's geez, always going to be on edge. So because he there's poo. always going to be an assassin trying to kill him whilst he's trying to go to the loo. Yeah, he's I just be there. Able to poo under those conditions, he's just there. You know, reading Buzzfeed on his phone <laughs> is what James Bond loves to do. Yeah, and Buzzfeed assass- politics. Assassin comes down from the ceiling trying to strangle him whilst he's having a nice relaxing poo. It's just yeah. not possible. Not very nice. It's a hard life being a super spy. It is. Although one thing that would help is if he didn't go around telling everybody his name. Yeah. Make it make his life a bit easier as a super spy if people didn't know who he was constantly. 
Yeah, he walks into um, the toilet. Toilet guy's like, "Hi, how are you?" And he's like, "Hi, I'm James Bond." <laughs> I'm doing cover already to the toilet guy. <laughs> the toilet guy slowly pulls a garrote out. He's <laughs> like, "I've been waiting for you, Mister Bond." Yeah. No spray, no lay. <laughs> um. So anyway, right. There's no James Bond in this, but Matthew Good would be a low key decent choice for James Bond. I, I, I could see that. I could see that. He's got a he's got a suave edge to him. Yeah. He could murder a van in the toilet and get away with it. He could definitely. He may well have already done. For all we Matthew, know. Matthew, Matthew, yeah. if you're listening, have you have you ever murdered someone? Yeah, do a podcast about it. <laughs> I want to hear It'll it. It'll be really popular. Of course, he has been in D- the Downton Abbey. Yeah. And then he was in Downton Abbey, the movie. I haven't seen that, have you? No. It did very well at the box office. Of course it did. Of course it people, did. People, people love, love shit. People love rubbish about rich people in the in the past. <laughs> that's that's what our whole nation is built on. Rich people in the past. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm done with rich old people. Good. I'm glad you I'm glad <laughs> you're coming to this realisation now. I'm like, oh look, it's a period piece about rich people. Oh, I'm so enamoured by these people in their lives. Yeah, get out, it's get really out, Downton Abbey. Some of them are, some of them you get to see like the non-rich people who live in the same house and bring them food as well, and then some of them ha- like have sex with each other, and then a guy dies and comes back to life. Yeah, that was the point at which Downton Abbey lost me. Actually, Dan Stevens's character literally died and came back to life. Does that actually happen? That literally happens. It's a Does he turn into a beast and like, then back again? I say this is pre-beast. So I was like, when I saw him as the beast, I was like, "You've prepared for this, my son. You've done well." See, I like I like Dan Stevens. He's good. He was a very good beast. He's in some very good films. He's in um, a movie that came out the other year called Apostle, which is this very strange, um, like folk horror film uh, that was a, a Netflix exclusive. Um, directed by Gareth Evans, who's done some very interesting films. Um, like he did the Raid movies. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I like Dan Stevens. He's it's got a quite a varied that, CV as well. Yeah, and it's a shame that he's kind of best known for Beauty and the Beast and Downton Abbey, which are both very generic movies. I like Beauty and the Beast. It's got no, Duke mate. Evans as Gaston, doing the Gaston song. That's great. Yeah, but apart from that, it's 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 a war crime. <laughs> no, it's good. I like it. Beauty and the Beast is more dangerous than coronavirus. <laughs> no one's sick like Gaston. <laughs> um, so no yeah. one's self isolating at home like Gaston. He wouldn't even bother to do it, would he, Gaston? He'd be just no. walking around everywhere. Be like, if I'm sick, you can all be sick. Exactly. They'd definitely be taking it on the chin to quote yeah. our Prime Minister. Oh, Dan Stevens is in The Call of the Wild that came out this year and apparently is quite good. It has Harrison Ford and a CGI dog that was played <laughs> by a man. CGI dog, man. <laughs> apparently um, it's charming. He's um he's in a very good film as well from a few years ago called The Guest, which is a great little movie. So yeah, Dan Stevens, we like you. We I like think you. Dan Stevens and Matthew Good should be in a film together. I would like that. They can play brothers who are also suave spies and also murderers who 
run a podcast. Murderers who do a podcast that's like one of these true crime podcasts, but the hook is that they're doing the murders to make it happen, which sounds a little bit I mean, like that... R.L. Stein's <laughs> Goosebumps Say Cheese and Die. The camera doesn't just predict the future and <laughs> makes the future happen and it makes it bad. But also, I actually really like that idea and I think that's one we should roll with. I, I think that would be a really good like video nasty is people who are doing a podcast that's about their own murders. And yeah. so they release it and each episode and it and it's done in the same way as Syria where you've got that sort of intro music and it's like, hi, I'm Dan Stevens and I'm Matthew Good. And today <laughs> we're here to talk, you, talk to you about the woman we murdered last night. <laughs> Yeah. I, I think it's really I think blatant would, about it. Hi, I, we killed a woman last night. Yeah, and I, I think that would that would be. I think that would actually be a really interesting, horrible little horror movie. So Dan Stevens, Matthew Good, get in touch. Get We've in got touch. a project for you. We have got a film for you. They've, I forgive you for making leap here, even though <laughs> your face in it really annoyed me. You know what annoyed Just that me? that kind of bored, detached expression he has throughout it, which actually jo- probably betrays how he felt about the film. The Josh Hartnett expression. Yeah, it's the the Hartnett <laughs> face with a beard in Ireland. Um, uh, uh, what annoyed me was his beard. Yeah, his beard was not as luxurious as it should have been. No, you you wanted a proper mountain man beard, did you? Uh, yeah, I definitely did. And I uh, there's bits about this movie that I kind of liked. I liked the whole he's running a pub thing. That was nice. Yeah. Um, the old men in I the pub. I liked the fact fun. that his... I liked the fact that his girlfriend wasn't dead and just ran off with someone else. Because when he was like, oh, I loved somebody... You felt like that was going to happen. Oh, he's going to turn like around and be like, oh, be she fell whole... in the lake. <laughs> yeah, she 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 got killed by the IRA or something like that to make this one even more offensive towards just, Irish people. Just to really nail, nail that coffin, put some nails. Got, in that got killed by the IRA. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jerry I, I, Adams I thought they were, shot her himself. Yeah, I thought they were going to do something possibly even more offensive towards Irish people than they did, um, but they didn't. And I'm glad that it was just oh, she cheated on me and ran off to Dublin. I was like, okay, that's fair enough. I'm 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 fine with that. Um, I felt as though, though, you needed more of a reason for Amy Adams to give up her life for him. That's exactly like, what I was struggling to put my finger on, but that's exactly it. That is why the whole thing doesn't work. You're just like, Adam Scott seems like quite a nice guy. And like, yeah, okay, he hasn't proposed to you because the, in the world of this film, your only worth as a woman is defined by being proposed to. But like, he seems like a nice guy. It's Adam Scott. We like him from Parks and Recreation. He's good. And the thing is, that Adam Scott's really good at playing shitbags, so they could have quite easily made him a bit more of an ass. But in this, he doesn't seem yeah. like he doesn't seem like that much of a bad person. He's just a rich doctor. And it's like, well, that's not enough reason to justify leaving him. And you you don't really get the sense at all that her love for him has disappeared because of her relationship with Matthew Good. You just feel as though she's getting this attachment to Matthew Good instead. And it's like, well, I don't know. I feel like you needed more of a reason for him to be a scumbag. Maybe she gets to Dublin and finds that he's been sleeping with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was actually how it was going to go. I thought she was going to get there and find him like doing it with another cardiologist. And then she should be like, you Aorta, get out of here. 
<laughs> makes his blood run cold when she walks through that door. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So a bit, I feel also, as he's on the phone, trick. and I, I'm not a I'm not a medical doctor. I'm a doctor, but not a medical doctor. I'm my understanding of medicine is not that of a qualified person. But he's someone phones him. First of all, a doctor, you're on call or you're not. If you're on call, probably don't go out to a restaurant. But like, someone calls him up. And they're like, and he's like, oh, you're going to have to go in through the spine. What the fuck? You don't go into the heart through the spine? This, this film's he's like approach a, to medicine was really, really dangerous, actually. Unless he's, such he's a, good a cardiologist. Maybe he is. Or alternatively, he's such a good cardiologist that they just set themselves challenges. Like, <laughs> get through the heart, <laughs> through the spine. Yeah, go on. Bet you can't do it through the nostril. <laughs> Big toe and up. Yeah. That's definitely a real thing that doctors do, right? They do. That's why surgeons. The they're all surgeons are all high. jocks, aren't they? Surgeons are the jocks of the medical world. They're always trying to one up yeah, each yeah. other. That's the thing I learned from Scrubs, the very real television show. Yeah, Scrubs is is real life. It's not just fantasy. <laughs> Caught between JD and Turk, <laughs> and their beautiful reality. Yeah, with their real dog Rowdy. <laughs> um. Yeah, the, mm, there's lots of problems like that with this movie, isn't there? And it, again, it all comes back to this issue that it feels like a TV movie where there's no real sense of this is Ireland. There's no real sense of this is a real doctor. There's no real sense that this person does run a pub. Amy Adams's job, I'm sure, does exist. But the way that they put no, it, it felt very strange. No one's a stager. That is not a job that exists. I th- there must be in super rich society when people are selling houses and flats. I bet you there's people that do no, that. No, the the estate agent well, does it. But it may, it may well be part of the estate agent thing. Yeah, but the, the people definitely can do that as part of their job. Is what I'm saying in 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 high enough fancy society. Yeah, I think so. I just realized it's it's now raining and I'm recording in the conservatory, which the rain noise happens quite a lot. Can you hear it? No, I cannot. Oh, that's I think it. That's you're safe good. for now. I don't know if it'll it'll come up on the podcast, but if it does, you just get a light little kind of little bit of background noise that might actually make it feel more like one of those murder podcasts. So that's what you want, isn't it? Podcast we'll listening make, hogs. We'll we'll make it a nice ASMR podcast. So yeah. Listen to the nice rain. Listen to our soothing voices. I'm going to go crinkle some tissue paper into Ooh. the microphone. Crinkle and splish a bit of water. And sing you a soothing lullaby as you drift off to calmness. Should we do an ASMR podcast? I think that'd be great. As long as the M stands for murder. (laughs) Yeah. A stupendous murder riot. Awesome, sexy murder, Rob. That's my name. (laughs) That's that's your podcast. That's my podcast. That's your murder podcast you do without me. Hello, welcome to the Awesome Sexy Murder Rob podcast. I'm here to talk to you about murders in a soothing voice, so you drift off to sleep and into calmness whilst also being scared as I talk to you about the brutal murders of Jack the Ripper. You'll end up having great dreams. About a sensual Jack the Ripper. Yeah, because they're sexy murders, right? The word sensual is a very horrible word, isn't it? Yeah, I don't like that. Sensual. Not cool. <laughs> you know what wasn't sensual? What? This movie. No, it really was not. It was one of the least sensual films ever. And it did have a scene where they were like lying together in bed. But because it was playing cheesy pop music that was like 
the music in this film was actually really annoying because it was trying to tell you how to feel. Did you feel that? Yeah, but basically every single song was like, now you're going to be sad. Or, now you're going to be happy. Now the girl fall jo- in love. Here's a cover of an old cheesy love song. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Here's a cover of a Neil Young song that's not as good as the Neil Young song. But it's appropriate because they're in a bus station. Neil Young would never be in a bus station. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was very on the nose, wasn't it? You couldn't see, but I was like doing a pretend click my fingers motion while I was singing that. <laughs> I can't click my fingers. So I was just like doing the pretend click my fingers thing that I used to do when I was in the soul choir and everyone was clicking. I was faking it. You were, you were faking it. Can't oh click God. my fingers. Because I don't want to get arthritis. All right, mate. If you say so. So, yeah, I I don't really think that the main plot of this movie worked that well. And yes, they were doing that whole road trip thing. But again, the whole idea of going to the wrong part of Ireland and along. And you know what? There is civilization in Ireland. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> been to just... Dingle. But I'm pretty sure that there's more than one pub. There's probably a few <laughs> nice shops and they probably do have electrical infrastructure. You know, it probably doesn't blow up the whole village if you plug in your phone to charge. You know, I'm sure there probably are trains and buses and taxis and all of these things that seemed wildly to not be available anywhere until the exact moment that the plot required them. Yeah, because Dingle's not the biggest place, but it's still got a population of over 2,000 people. Yeah. There's going to be it's stuff. It's not there. just the like two streets that were in this film. Yeah. Um, and along the way, like on the journey up to Dublin, they'll, like you said, they'll cross through loads of places that are actually quite big. Yeah. And the trains you know, do run on Sundays as well. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like, and even out in the sticks, there'd be more than every like three hours or whatever. I'm not, I'm not someone who gets like aggressively annoyed with liberties being taken like you know when you live in england you come to understand that american movies are going to make your country look a lot nicer than it is (laughs) yeah Um, and that's fine because it because this country is actually shit so seeing it (laughs) seeing it being tarted up a bit on film you're like okay fine you know i didn't mind it in was it wills and kate the movie when there was like a scene that's supposed to be london but you could see the american traffic light in the background yeah that was fine (laughs) i didn't mind because Um, it was in service of the greater cinematic good but if they were traveling from dingle to dublin and forgive me if i'm wrong but like limerick is on the way yeah (laughs) you know like it's not just that's a funny name as well why would you not stop in limerick it's, it's it's not just fields across across <laughs> Ireland. Yeah, Ireland is nothing but fields. Also, did you know that all Irish men are priests? Yeah, and that if amazing, you get on a plane it? to Ireland, you'll definitely be sat next to a wise priest. Yeah, that's exactly right. Every time I've travelled to Ireland, I've been next to a priest on the plane. Yeah, and you had a nice chat. Yeah, about how I'm going to marry Matthew Good on Leap Day. Yeah. So that's 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 what my dream is um yeah mm, this movie annoyed me yeah but this is the thing like if the film is is good and is telling a great story you don't care if it get those kind of if it gets those kind of details a bit wrong but if it's telling you a boring story and there's not that much to grab onto you look for those kind of details and then they annoy you right 
Yeah, and that's the real problem is that this movie was very boring. Like, just thinking about what happens, it's generally just they go somewhere and she falls over in mud and or poo <laughs> and then yeah. cannot progress her, her her journey and get stuck somewhere. Matthew Good says something sarky. She gets all defensive. Because yeah, he's a hard then, man. He's made of stone, but she's going to soften him. Yeah, because that's, that's how the world works. Yeah, and how how love works. That's how if love works. Were... Re- that's what real men are like. Men who aren't like that are cucks. If you're consistently surly towards someone, they will eventually love you. <laughs> yeah, rule number one of romance. Or if someone's consistently surly to you, that you you should take that and just run with it, and you should yeah, leave it's your a, it's your a sign... rich cardiologist husband for them. <laughs> it's a sign that they love you, and they'll prove be able to give you a much happier life than the one that you had before in a pub in a pub with a dry chicken pie oh in a pub that the first time you see the pub when it's all run down and like you see him going through all the different rooms you suddenly there's a shot of him in the kitchen and the kitchen's quite nice it's got like nice tiles and stuff and you're like that looks like quite a nice gastro pubby kitchen why is that in that pub and then at the very end when the pub's all been done up hey it's the same kitchen. And then you're like, that's why the kitchen was nice in the other scene. I see what they did there. Indeed. And again, I noticed I that I because I was so bored. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should start a gastro pub. I think we would be awesome at that. It would be so good. We could, I could make what? some seriously good egg dishes. I, I, I cook well. So we could actually do some good food. Yeah. I pour drink well. <laughs> and you're a good cook as well. I've had your food. Yeah, right. we, I, I think we would, we're both we would deliver, decent enough. We, if if we, we wanted to deliver do that. some delicious food, we could we could decorate it how we want as well. We could have like a murder themed pub, you know. I think it'd yeah. go down well. Could name uh, all the dishes after famous murderers. <laughs> Jack yeah. the Ripple ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Um. <laughs> Peter Sutcliffe Pie. No, that's that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever famous serial killers can we can we turn into pub grub? <laughs> um, Bread Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> that's really bad. It's just a basket of bread rolls, but it comes in a little thing with Zac Efron's face on it. Oh, I'm trying to think of some good ones here. The Ephronator. Can can we do anything around John Wayne Gacy? John John Wayne Glacé. <laughs> so far, this is quite a dessert-heavy menu. It's yeah. We'll just have an ice cream parlor. John Wayne Glacé. It's good. <laughs> I like that. Um, I can't think of any more serial killers. I I can think of many. I don't know any because I don't listen to any podcasts. I know lots of serial killers. Personally. Uh, personally, yeah. You got old Harold Shipman. Oh yeah, yeah. Forgot about him. Um you've got He was um, a cardiologist, wasn't he? He was a doctor, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um you've got Ed Gein. Um Who else have you got? Harold um, Chipman. Harold Chipman. This <laughs> is one chip um, Je- what can we do for Jeffrey Dahmer? Oh yeah, my friend Dharma. Oh, we Chefry Dharmas. 
Life Ice Cream Sunday Bar. That's what we call it. No, 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 I got it. Jeffrey Parmesan. Oh, yeah. And it's like a chicken parmesan, apart from it's shaped like a little person because he was a cannibal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He liked to eat people. He did like to eat people. <laughs> Welcome to the um, <laughs> murder podcast. The murder pub. For, for, all of our, for all of our mocking of, of murder podcasts, this has become a very murder heavy. Yeah. This is the murder special, <laughs> which we had to do because Leap Year was so boring. Yeah. Yeah, um, but no, it's it's like inconsistencies like when she appears to be a kind of not very adventurous person who doesn't have much gumption. Where like at first she's all like, "Oh, go go up to the desk when all the flights have been cancelled and ask if I can get a flight." Don't do that, you idiot! And then the next thing, she's she's like, gotten like managed to somehow off screen persuade a fisherman to take her out in a storm. That could have been a really interesting point, but it doesn't matter because it's in service to the boring plot of getting her to Dingle. That could have been fun. That could have been an interesting thing with the fishermen. It could, but instead it's just, yeah, glossed over entirely. Yeah. Um, which happens a lot in this movie, and where things that are interesting could happen, but instead there's just a lot of waiting around and a lot of conversations. Cars breaking down. Cars breaking cars down. It's just a very mundane film. It's isn't much it? like a real road trip in this country. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's much less time like spent driving on the M4, eating McDonald's, sitting in a car in the rain. Yeah, which is always sitting a, in a, a coach in Gordano services, not moving because a drunk man <laughs> kicked the door in. <laughs> we've talked about that episode. I think on we this probably podcast, have. haven't we? Yeah. yeah, that really happened to us. That did actually happen to us, where we 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 stopped at Gordano services. Gordano services. And then, as you have to say it because it's in the West Country. And then, um, someone tried to get back on the bus and was refused, and so smashed up the door. Yeah. And then he had a guitar and he smashed that against the bus. And yeah. then he was just standing there, like howling, singing to himself. Yeah. It was a fascinating, <laughs> fascinating time. Yeah. Um, and we had to sit there for like two hours while the cops turned up. Yep. Yeah. And then we him. got a. A replacement bus? Did I they? Think we got or a replacement did they just bus board eventually. up the? Yeah. No, we did. Was, we had to get on another bus. It was uh, an event, and it was slightly more interesting than the movie Leap Year, which says it, a lot. It about. was, yeah, way more interesting. <laughs> in, um, a film in which an Irish man actually says, "Riddle me this." Yeah. Um, and I'm like, no, I will not riddle you. You're <laughs> too boring. Going, I'm not going to partake in your riddles and the moment when there's always the moment in these kind of films when it turns from them not liking each other to the hard nut guy actually suddenly seeming charming and it's done by him telling like a some kind of folksy story in the old castle that's up the hill from the train station where it's clearly only like took them 10 minutes to get up there and five minutes there but they've missed the train that was in three hours time yeah somehow they they managed to spend a lot of time up there talking yeah. a load of old rubbish um my favorite scene was where they were staying at the b&b and both the creepy old couples were just staring at them telling <laughs> them to kiss each other yeah forcing people to kiss each other which is completely normal and a thing that people do it's, it's defi- fine totally it's fine not weird at all definitely something that conservative old people want to do is push couples to kiss in front of them yeah um yeah, it is. It is one of the strangest scenes. 
I think I've ever seen. Yeah, and, and then the that's... Italian couple with the old guy, the, the old Italian guy who plays an Eastern European guy in an episode of Black Books. I recognised him. Oh, really? That. Yeah. Do you know the one... You saw Black Books, right? Back I did, day. yeah. You know the one where Fran discovers she's got relatives from Eastern Europe and they're like, they just want to oh, be friends yes. with her because she's got a car. She's he's, got the Voxel Astra, the, hasn't she? Yeah, he's the main relative. And he's like, I've got to pick up some ham from Folkestone. Oh, yes. It's oh. That, it was that guy playing an Italian guy who loves to kiss his wife. <laughs> he does like to kiss his wife. Yeah. Um, Forcing people to kiss another Irish tradition, and and then that is the um, that that is that is the moment where there's that real sort of like moment of romance, isn't there? Because after that, they have to go lie down in the bed next yeah. to each other, and it's like, oh, like, oh, that kiss was actually nice. Dear Does God, it's going to go any other way. Yeah, dear God, I, I would have loved it if it was like a really bad kiss. Yeah, like she, he leans over and just like kisses her eye. Matthew Good just slowly leaning in, making like O shapes with his tongue out of his mouth, his teeth bared, going, ah. Yeah, and she just licks his nose. Yeah, she just licks licks him all the way up one cheek. Yeah, yeah, they should have made it super weird. So all of the other people there were like, oh, that is so disgusting. Um, yeah, that, that was a, oh, that was a really weird scene. But yeah. they should have made it weirder. But also, did you know that everyone in Ireland who runs a rural B&B is old and extremely conservative and religious? That's <laughs> yes. what Ireland is like. Yeah, that's exactly right. Oh, yeah, it's, it's it's not an incredibly liberal country full of fascinating politics. Um, it's just fields and cows. Fields, and cows. No trains. Mud. No trains. Yeah. Old guys. I don't know. I feel like this movie needed Jared Butler and a guitar. See, the thing is, in my head, PSA Love You is worse, but I hated that film so much that I blocked the details of it out of my memory, so I can't actually remember (laughs) what was so bad about it other than it was just really bad. Well, it had lots of things that happen. But I think that was more offensive because it said that all Irish people are musicians who like to drink. Well, there's a says, lot of this one says that all Irish men are old priests or hunky, strong, and silent, hard men. But there's a lot of drinking in this movie as well. That's true. That's true. And and they get also, into a bar fight at one point. Only yeah. after, interestingly, he's watched and done nothing while she gets robbed. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then he and then he turns up and is like, "Oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that." Which is. <laughs> obviously that had to happen for them to get to the next point but that was like where things were kind of in the wrong order like wicker park row or like she wouldn't sleep with a guy who broke into her flat but she would because it's actually the guy that she loves but because you don't have the dramatic irony of knowing that it doesn't work yeah it's just it's it's a really weird scene again where it's like okay so you've made out a good 50% of the male population of Ireland, based on who you see in this movie, steals suitcases from people in need. Yep. Oh, <laughs> and then, and hardened punk criminals. Yeah. It's, who they then it's beat up a... in the pub in a scene of actually quite incongruous and tonally inappropriate violence that isn't rendered funny or lighthearted enough by the sort of country getaway music that plays over it. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Because And then nothing like that happens again in the movie. No. 
there, there's no other scenes with that much action or like any any of that level of violence and, and not you wouldn't necessarily need that violence but you'd need more than a couple of people wandering around talking about how there's lots of cows yeah which is what most of the rest of the movie <laughs> is made up of yeah or saying things like it's good or bad luck to do this thing because all irish people are also superstitious it's it's exactly right exactly <laughs> it's right. bad luck to record a podcast on a wednesday it's so it's they so they, this old man told me in ireland it's bad luck to talk about leap year ever yeah the first rule of leap year is you don't talk about leap year yeah unless it's on a leap year that's the only time you can talk about and it, it. Is so a leap we're year, safe but we missed the leap day yeah but we're safe because it's the same year we now cannot mention this podcast uh this podcast <laughs> this uh, we cannot mention this movie again for another um three years you know what i'm okay with that <laughs> so um do you have anything else to share yeah there's a horrible movie? awful bit where they, they like flip a coin for the um for who's going to be in the bed and then like he, it turns out that he's won even though he actually hasn't which he admits later but he makes a jibe about like oh, you women wanted the vote. He says, you lot wanted the vote. And I'm like, fuck off. Come on. Did you really have to go there? Did you really have to try and make humour out of that kind of, like, absolute sexism and misogyny? Like, just throw a bit of casual sexism in there to show that he's, like, a hard, cynical guy. Fuck off with that shit. Yeah, that's that's exactly what you need to do to set up that binary between them is... Oh, well, you want it some ways, but you still want chivalry over the bed. Yeah. Boring. You women. Oh, this is a very eye-rolly scene, wasn't it? Yeah, very, very bad. And then there's some scene where she makes, like, one sad line about her dad. Like, oh, it was really hard. Our house got repossessed on Christmas Eve. And you're like, you leave cheerful John Lithgow from that one scene in Boston in the bar alone. He's fine. He's good. <laughs> It's also really weird because that kind of context behind their lives never really comes up again. No. So it was just stupid. Um, Why did they bother paying John Lithgow to be in this film when they could have paid someone to like write a good script? <laughs> That's a very good point. Very good point indeed. Um, so I do have some trivia. Sure, hit me you. up. Matthew Good has gone on record saying that he thinks that the film was one of the year's worst. <laughs> well, and, admitted, he's <laughs> and admitted that he took the role because it allowed him to fly back home to London on weekends. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Adam Scott and Matthew Good are both born on the same day. They're both born on April the 3rd. Oh. Happy birthday on April the Not 3rd. Not the same year. Of you. No, I don't think so. But I, I like them, and I'm glad they share a birthday, and I hope that they were able to um, celebrate a little birthday celebration together. Yeah, I hope they, I hope they enjoyed nice. that together. That's nice. So, and then in terms of when this was set, Anna is told that the trains are not running because it's Sunday, and that she needs to be in Dublin the next day, ergo the 29th of February. This has only fallen on a Monday in 1960, 1988, and 2016. Ah, okay. So it's in the future. That's definitely in the so future. So this is in the future. It's definitely not 1988, which is the year we were born, because <laughs> yes. um, they didn't have Blackberries back then. No. No, they did not. So this film is clearly set in 2016. Yep. It's, a, it's predicting um, the future, because it came out in 2010. So Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. Even that detail they couldn't get right. And so that is my trivia roundup. I could tell you more, but I feel like that is too much time spent on this film. Do you think it's it's hilarious that um, she has a Louis Vuitton suitcase and he calls it Louis as if it's a person? Because he's such a rube that he's never seen a Louis Vuitton suitcase. Yeah, no one's heard of Louis Vuitton in Ireland. No. They're all rubes. Every Everyone is uncultured and does not know anything about any other aspect of society. Other than drinking, superstition and religion cows and cows <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so yeah um this movie i'm care not for it i do not either it's um it, budget was 19 million which actually isn't that much and it made 32 million at box office and that seems like a crime in and of itself <laughs> it's a lot of money for this film isn't yeah it? and it's a shame because i like amy adams she's great in most things she's really good and in this, she was less annoying than he was, but she was still annoying. Yeah, she was still very annoying in this movie, which is a shame because, like you said, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of hers as well. I think... Um, Doing you know, a, I'm a ditzy American woman in Ireland thing. Yeah, and I think like... I've never seen an Irish name pronounced, so of course, if there's an opportunity to read an Irish man's name on the back of his shirt, I'm going to pronounce it wrong because, lol, Irish names aren't pronounced like other names. Hilarious. Yeah. Which I don't think is something that PSI Love You pulled. That, I think, is a fair point. I can't remember that. Yeah. But as I said, I stand by the fact that I actually have blocked out the details. I've erased them from <laughs> I my don't, memory. I, I think you'll find... We might have to watch it back, again. <laughs> if you went back to watch PSI Love You after watching this, I think you'd find it a lot less offensive because I definitely felt this movie was more offensive than PSI Love You. Um, I'm going to stick with um, P.S. I Love You being worse, but I reserve my right to change that opinion if (laughs) and when we get round to watching it again. (laughs) Feel free. Feel free. Um, So, yeah. So, have you got anything else to share about this or shall we move on to to ranking? We can can rank it. How are we going to rate it? How many cows get in the way of your car out of 20? My tiny puttering car from the 50s. Um, five cows. Yeah, I was thinking five as well. I did not care for this movie. Yeah, that's fair, isn't it? It's a quarter of the way there, by virtue of having some decent people in it. It is barely living on. <laughs> well, it is living on a prayer because it's Ireland, and everyone in Ireland's religious. <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah. Irish people according love to... a bit of church. Uh, yeah, according to this movie, all about. All about the religion. Yep. So, yeah. So, yeah. Happy leap year, everyone. I'm glad we don't have to think about this movie for another four years. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we have to do it again. Oh, yeah. Every four years we'll be doing this. Um, so, right. Next up. Yeah. What do you got for me? Mm, Hit me. I have two options for you. Oh, no. A choice. Yeah. So, we've got Matthew Good. Again. Again. Because I was thinking, I like a bit you want to give you want to give him a chance to redeem himself. Yes, or well, I went to go see Emma, which is really good. You did. I I liked Emma a lot, and so off the back of that, I watched Pride and Prejudice, the two thousand and five version, which is a good movie. Is that um, Kieran Knightley in it? Yes, and I was thinking we could talk about that, but Pride and Prejudice as a story is not the most interesting. 
So, so there's things that we could talk about in terms of, you know, the direction and the performances, but in terms of talking about the plot, I think there's, you know, not too much there. So I was thinking, what about other adaptations of, of period works that are more interesting? And I was thinking we could watch the 2011 Jane Eyre with Michael Fassbender, which is uh. a very interesting movie. I haven't seen that. So those I've who, seen other versions. So we have unknown Matthew Goodfilm. Unknown Matthew Goodfilm or Jane Eyre 2011. I'm I'm going to go with the unknown Matthew Goodfilm just because I said the factor of not knowing what it is. Oh, you've gone for the mystery box. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the booby prize. <laughs> no, I want to give him a chance to redeem himself. Yeah. In that case, I I think it works for this podcast. We're going to be watching Stoker. Oh, okay. Is that a Dracula thingy? No, it's um, it's a Chanwick oh, Park movie. Thing of um, Bram Stoker. It, yeah, so it's nothing not to do that, with Bram but it is a. It's like a no, nothing at all. Um, but it's directed by Chanwick Park, who directed um, Old Boy, and Lady Vengeance, ah, okay. and, and it was his first um, English language film. Ah. Um, and it is an interesting little dramery, thrillery family film and yes i'm cool. interested to hear your thoughts on it looks like something quite different as well a nice yes nice little left yeah. turn yeah and it's got matthew good and i think he deserves a chance to make up for the atrocity that he showed us this week yes definitely we always give people a second chance on this show even even jared we butler <laughs> even jared butler gets we allowed him chance. to be in jelly storm after <laughs> after what he did to us yeah, and we talked about Phantom of the Opera, um, but that has now been his and second chance. we praised chance. his no third chance. His bellowing Phantom <laughs> of the Opera. Yep, no, no, no third chances for Jared Butler. No. He's had his two chances. Two strikes and you're out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a like Just a time like softball game what? in a tournament. <laughs> no, it's because you, you start yeah. with a one and one count to make the game go quicker. Oh, I see. Okay. So you're going to get two strokes. I think sports. that sports are cool. <laughs> Me too. That's that's our takeaway <laughs> from this episode, everybody. Sports Good. are cool. Listen to Big Boys Don't Cry. Do murders. Maybe watch Leap Year. <laughs> Do murders. Come to our murder-themed gastro pub. Yep. Eat, <laughs> eat a John Wayne glassé. <laughs> Comes in lots um, of flavours. Yeah, and and have a good time. Yeah, we want you to have a good time, so don't watch Leap Year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies if you already watched watched it, but yeah, I'm sorry if you have. Yeah, but there we are. All right. In that case, uh, you think we're done, aren't we? Yes, that's everything from me. Cool. All right, and it's good night from him. Uh, yeah, so you can find us on Twitter at Big Boys Don't Pod, on the emails at Big Boy Big Boys Don't Cry Podcast at gmail dot com. Get in touch. Tell us about your experiences of leap years and murder. What's your favourite murder? Yeah. What's your favourite leap year? Yeah, that's not an idea anyone's done, right? Your favourite murders? No, no one's talked about how how much they love murder. Yeah, or interesting murders has never could, been done before. Could be a nice, um, nice. Um, feature for us yeah <laughs> for sure <laughs> yeah so yeah we'll we'll be getting on that next week so yeah get in touch about that in the meantime thanks a lot for tuning in we really appreciate it
and we'll be back next week to talk about Doka. Alrighty, bye-bye. Bye. There ought to be a law, get the sheriff on the 